to my podcast, Naomi's Adventures. This podcast is about the adventures that I have while exploring. Welcome to this week's episode of Naomi's Adventures. Once again, I'm recording this while I'm working. This has been a pretty crazy busy week. Um, A lot going on at work. And... We went up to Lansing, Michigan on Tuesday, and then on Thursday we went to Detroit, and then we're getting ready to head to Pennsylvania next weekend, so it's been kind of crazy, kind of busy, but, um, so I'm going to tell you some stories, well, a story from Detroit. Um, I went up to Detroit on Thursday. I went with Remy, my nephew, and we, um, we're going to meet up with Pine Top Jackson again to explore some places. And the weather in Ohio, it was good. Like, we had rain, 40, 50 degree temperatures for February. That's really good for Ohio. And Detroit was, well, northern Michigan, I think, was getting hit with some pretty good snow. Detroit was getting hit with freezing rain. And Wednesday night, um, I had talked to Pine Top and he was like, yeah, it's kind of bad here. He was like, everything's pretty icy. And I was, he was like, tomorrow seems to be like it's going to be good. And so the plan was to still just give it a try, head up there and see what happens. So we left, got up at 5.30 a.m. We left at 6 a.m., and got on the road, headed up. There was no rain at all in Ohio. Roads were perfect. Get up to Michigan State Line. It's all good. No problems. We stop at the rest area. And, you know, it looked like a little bit of ice on the tree. Not much, you know, just a little bit. You could see it kind of glistening in the street light or parking lot lights. And then... The second we left that rest area and started going closer to Monroe, Michigan, like, it was all ice. Everything on the side of the road was covered in ice. And I was like, oh, crap. Because I don't like driving in winter weather. Like, I suck at it. I swear I do. I'm terrible. It freaks me out. But, so we started messaging with Pine Top, like, hey, what's it like up there? And he said it's icy. He said that they canceled the schools because of the ice. And I'm like, oh, man. So we exited probably a couple exits after Monroe. By the time we were, my Remy was messaging back and forth with Pine Top while I was driving. And we ended up stopping at this one rest area about four, or um, exit about four exits. Probably about four exits after Monroe. I'm not sure exactly. We were only like a half an hour from Detroit, though, when we stopped. We weren't far from Detroit. And we were trying to assess the situation. Like, should we go? What's the weather going to be like? And um, I asked Remy, and I was like, do you want to go? Do you want to bail? What do you want to do? And I was like, I kind of want to bail. And Remy's like, no, let's go. And um, it looked like, you know, it was like in the 30s there. It wasn't doing anything. It wasn't raining or anything in Detroit at that point. And the roads where we were were fine. They weren't icy or anything, so we decided to go ahead and go. And 
Pine Top was like, well, come pick me up so I don't have to clean my car off. And we're like, all right, cool, we can do that. So we drove to his house. Roads were perfectly fine. Everything was covered in ice. There were so many trees that were down, like, half in the road. I was like, oh, my gosh. It was just crazy off the trees that were down because of all the ice. And, like, it was such a difference from Ohio. But, so we get to Pine Top's house. Roads are still good. Like, we didn't have any problems at all. And so, Pine Top comes out, and I'm like, hey, you want to drive, you know, the area? He's like, yeah, sure. So, we go to this hotel to check it out. We weren't sure if we could get in. We knew other people had been in at some point, but we didn't know if it was covered now or not. So, we get out of the car in this parking lot, and, like, we had to, like, ice skate, (laughs) basically, because, like, everything was ice. The parking lot, the sidewalks, the grass, everything was covered in ice. Like, you touched the fence, and, like, that was nothing but ice. It was crazy. So, we're, like, carefully making our way around this abandoned hotel, checking everything to see if there was a way in, and thankfully, we didn't fall. Sadly, we didn't get into the hotel because it was boarded up really good and we don't break in. We just, we don't do that. So we bailed and we headed, we got back in the car and we headed to um, an abandoned school. We weren't sure if we could get in this one either. On Google Earth, it looked like you could. It looked like there was a window at the one side. So we go to the school, we drive around, and then we kind of drive around again, find a place to park, figure out which window we're going to go in. And then so we go in the window, and we're walking around, and it's a pretty cool school. Like, you know, it's damaged pretty good, obviously. Had lots of damage, decay, and vandalism. and But it was actually kind of cool. Um, it was a lot bigger than I thought. This was like a one-floor school. I think it was an elementary school. and um, But it was like in a square shape, and it had a courtyard in the middle. And the courtyard in the middle had the playground area. So that was kind of cool. We ended up finding that pretty quickly. And so we're like, let's go out here. So we're like wandering around through the courtyard, and like all the playground stuff is there. Like, it's seriously overgrown and frozen tree branches and stuff. Like, everything's frozen. The playground equipment was all ice. And, like, I go to the slide, and um, there was, like, literally, like, the metal slide, or the metal thing that you climb up onto to climb up on the slide. There was, like, trees growing up through that. It was so crazy to see the trees like that. It was kind of cool. And, of course, they were frozen. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going down this dang slide. So I climb up there, and I get to the top, and, like, the slide is covered with ice. And I sit down, and, like, I'm gone. Like, it was so icy. I just went flying down there. And it was crazy. It was fun, but it was crazy. Had to do it. Couldn't help it. I like to have fun can't be too serious all the time so we were kind of laughing and stuff after that and we continue walking around this courtyard checking everything out taking pictures there was like a soccer ball a basketball some like probably like hula hoop things 
Um, the swing set was there. And then we get over to this other side and there's this shed. It's just sitting there in the corner. So the school had been abandoned for at least 12, um, at least since 2012. It was built in 1927, abandoned in about 2012. So, I mean, we're talking 20 years this place has been empty. And there's a shed sitting there. And the shed looked good. It was in good shape. It looked like you know, one that you rent and you put in your backyard. And so we're looking at the shed and we're like, that's weird. It looked so out of place. And um, in front of it, there's like all these things propped up in front of the door, like keeping the door shut. And we're like, that's super weird. And we're like standing there looking at it, thinking like, what the heck's in there? Like, this is kind of weird don't know what to think at this point and we decide one person's going to open the door one person's going to grab a weapon and the other person is going to record and then at that point the door moved like it like something hit the door and we could see the door physically move and we're like yeah so Remy's like I'll get the door Pine Tap picked up the shovel that was nearby because it was a big metal shovel laying there and I was recording and so Remy opened the door and then out comes this little puppy dog it's the weirdest thing ever like it's a cute little dog and we're like well we're not getting mauled so that's a good thing like it was super friendly and we're like trying to decide like if this you know we were like if this dog is um not well taken care of we're gonna go and we're gonna take it to a shelter somewhere but um as we were looking at the dog you know he was on a chain that was like he had a collar and he was hooked to a chain and the chain was hooked inside the shed so the dog could move like you know he could move around but he just couldn't run away and um we were looking inside the shed. We didn't like look too much into the shed, but you could tell there's all kinds of blankets. There was like a big blanket in the front of the door. And then there was all kinds of blankets on the floor of the shed. So we we're like, and the dog did not look like it was starving to death. It just looked like it wanted to play. You know, it was just a cute little dog, lots of energy and just wanted to play. And we decided that we weren't gonna Take it to the shelter. It was obviously a homeless person's companion. So we decided just to leave it. Put it back in the shed. Put things back the way they were. And leave it alone. And that's what we decided to do. And you know as we're standing there. And we're putting the dog back. And we're putting the thing back in front of the door. You know we're paying attention to what's on the ground around us. There's another um, leash there. And the end of the shovel had been chewed on. So, you know, like the person let the dog out and the dog had been playing out there. So, that was kind of crazy to find a puppy in a shed in a courtyard in an abandoned school. That was the first. But, um, yeah, so it turns out the dog seemed, it seems to be well taken care of. Um, afterwards... Um, another explorer had messaged me about the location, and I told her where it was, 
And I said, you know, like, if you go there, be careful. There's possibly a homeless person living in the courtyard in the shed, and there's a dog in there. And so she had said that she was going to, she worked at a pet rescue, and she was going to check on the dog and determine if it needed help, and it should be moved out of there. So I haven't heard anything, so I'm not sure if she went this weekend or not. But, um, so then we proceeded, well, anyways, so back to the story. We proceeded to go around the school. Like, this was a really cool school. Um, there was a little tights bike on the stage and, you know, just like lots of cool stuff around the school and we had a lot of fun. It was really neat. Um, we looked all over the whole school, found, um, different things here and there. There was like some reading books and some flashcards and stuff like that. So it was it was a really cool school. It was neat to explore. Um, we probably spent about two hours in there, I would say, looking around. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Um, so, when I was talking to the other explorer, she had mentioned that she takes um, packages and leaves them for... She'll take a package with her that she has made up, and if there's a homeless person or a sign of a homeless person, she'll leave a package for the homeless person. And I was like, wow, that's a really cool idea. And I said, um, would you mind telling me what you put in the package that you leave for them? And so she did, and I just thought it was a really great idea. Because, you know, they're homeless, they're down on their luck probably, Maybe they choose to be homeless. Maybe something bad happened. You know, like, to be honest, we're all just one bad decision away from being homeless anyways. You make a bad decision and you don't pay your rent, you could be homeless. You know, you lose your job, you could be homeless. So, I mean, we're all pretty much one bad decision or one bad incident away from being homeless. Like, it could happen to any one of us. And... So it's kind of nice to do something nice, um, something considerate, you know, something that shows that you care, that shows the homeless person that there are so good people out there. That's what I feel like anyways. So um, she had told me that in her package that she leaves, it's just a little Ziploc bag. It's like um, a bar of soap, some shampoo, some lotion, a pair of socks, I think is what she said. And she leaves a little note in there. And then she also has a care package for a pet with like dog treats or something like that. Or pet food or cat food. And I just thought that was a really good idea. And I asked my friend, well I told my friend about it. And I said, you know, I'm thinking about making these care packages to leave for homeless people that I may come across or if there's evidence of a homeless person I can leave one it isn't going to hurt anything and um she had suggested adding like toothpaste toothpaste toothbrush and a comb in there and I'm like okay that sounds like a great idea and so I thought that that would be a really good idea you know to show people that you care um because you know as an explorer we do come across homeless people sometimes. Um, 
So it's just kind of nice to do something nice for someone else, you know. But um, I thought that was a really great idea. And so if you're listening to this and you're an explorer, feel free to take the idea because I'm taking it from someone else. (laughs) And she was cool with me using her idea of leaving behind care packages. And so this next time when we go out exploring, when we go to Pennsylvania, I'm going to have some with me. So that way, if we come across somebody in that situation, we can leave a care package for them. And hopefully it's something that they could use and they'll like and it'll be helpful for them. Um, but um, when we were exploring with Pine Top that day, we also went to another school the second school we went to, um, by that time, like, the ice was really melting, and it was warming up a bit. Um, we went to the second school, and this was kind of like a, it wasn't planned. We were headed to an apartment building, but we ended up passing the school, and we're like, hey, let's just check that out. It's abandoned. It's right there. And so we did. We drove by it, did a, you know, did a lap around it in the car, and... There were about six different ways in, so we picked a window that looked like it was on the end where nobody was at, and we just climbed through the window and went in. This school was so bad. The decay was so bad in the school. Like, you're walking on, I don't know, a couple inches worth of who knows what that fell from the ceiling or that's laying on the ground. Like, it was crazy. Like, lockers were ripped out there was barely any walls from like halfway down there was barely any walls holes in the ceiling like you wouldn't believe it was just the decay was amazing like the doors were like wooden doors but like half of them were like gone (laughs) I don't know how to describe like when that happens I don't know if it's just like the mold eats them or what but it was it was bad and it was like there was a lot of water there was a big puddle on the first floor the basement was completely flooded you could go down about five stairs i think it was and then after that you would have had to swim and we're like ah no we'll pass on that we ain't going down the water not on a cold day like you know it was kind of chilly so we're like nah we're passing on that um we did find the gym, though, in that in that school, the second school. And the gym was really cool. Um, it was kind of odd because, like, completely destroyed. But there were three basketball hoops left. And the backboards on two of them almost looked like they were new backboards. It was so weird. Like, you would think they would be all, like, decayed and falling apart and, like, you know, barely hanging on the wall. But there was two of them that were actually in good condition. Kind of crazy to see. And then we did find the auditorium. And that was pretty bad. You could still get on the stage, though. There was a couch on the stage. Lots of condoms. And a big section on the back wall that was like a pile of bricks. There was no wall there. It was just a pile of bricks. And you could see the stairs on the other side of the hallway. <laughs> Uh, it was a good times so. though. It's cool. Really cool to check out the old schools and 
Yeah. This one, the second one we went to was built around the 1929, I think it was. Um, Yeah, that one was really rough. But, and then after that, we were going to go somewhere else, but Pine Top had family obligations, so we ended up calling it a day and headed back to his house to drop him off. But another good trip to Detroit, a lot of fun. And kind of cool when you (laughs) experience something like a dog in the shed in the courtyard in an abandoned school. You don't see that very often. But, yeah, if you're out there and if you're exploring, try to do something nice for the homeless people. Maybe leave them some food. Maybe leave them a care package. Come up with a care package of your own. Just do something good. Pay it forward because you never know when you might need it. Anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll join me next time on Naomi's Adventures.